Hey, it's me, Solid Snake, protagonist and heartthrob of the Metal Gear Solid series. I'm stuck in patreon.com slash superNPCradio, but I've uncovered the key to defeating Foxy. Hello? Snake? It's me, Otacon. Have you told them the key to defeating Foxhound yet? Uh, no. I was just about to, but you interrupted me. Uh, sorry. I, I almost screwed this up as bad as when I designed Metal Gear. Also sorry for pissing myself when we met. Anyway, the key to defeating Foxhound is... Hello, Solid Snake. It is I, Psycho Mantis. I was reading your mind and I could see that you haven't told the listener that the key to defeating Foxhound is by going to patreon.com slash superNPCRadio and listening to the Metal Gear Solid Games Club from Super NPC. If someone would just give me a minute, I could tell... Oh, my bad. Carry on. <laughs> to defeat Foxhound, you must listen to the Metal Gear Solid Games Club from Super NPC Radio, where we're covering the Metal Gear Solid series. I can see in your podcast listening history that you enjoyed the Legend of Zelda Games Club, listener. You'll love this. He's right. Your favorite pals at Super NPC Radio will be covering 10 games in the Metal Gear Solid series. They're released bi-monthly on Fridays. Oh, jeez, I'm going to peace myself again. It's true. You can find it all at the $10 DJ Toad tier over at patreon.com slash super NPC radio every other Friday. There's more to come after that, too. In the second half of the year, I've seen it. Another series after Metal Gear? Oh, man. This is a lot to take in. What's that series going to be about? It better not be about piss. Coming to you live this morning from the multiverse, WKBAG Studios, Waluigi, Kratos, Bulbasaur, Alucard, Guile. This is comedy, a video game show. I'm your host, Jacques Muladu. Uh, longtime listeners of this podcast will realize there's nothing different about this episode. This is a totally normal episode of Comedy, a video game show. Uh, a little bit later today, we're going to talk about the 10 best slumber party games for when daddy's gone and you can play whatever you want. But that's all normal. What is really exciting and special, though, is our guest. He's coming to us all the way from another universe Specifically from a planet called Earth, I think is how they pronounce it, where he regularly features on a podcast there called Video Games, a Comedy Show, which sounds like a really good podcast to me. Uh, I want to hear it. Anyway, I'm really excited to have my guest. Welcome to our universe and to our show, July Diaz. Hello. Thank you for having me on your universe's podcast. Thank you. This is the only one. Uh, everyone loves this show. This is the only podcast in this universe? Yeah. it's wow. um. And the thing is, it's not more popular than I, I, your counterpart, mm-hmm. I believe you have on Earth. Podcasts have just kind of not taken off the same way over here. Wow. Okay, yeah. so in your universe, are you sort of the, I don't know if you have one of these, a Ricky Gervais? <laughs> yes, that's a, I, okay, let me, let me spoil this right off the top. I'm a huge Earth fan. Oh, I okay. love Earth. I'm kind of like... Uh, you know how there's people who are always talking about how they like go to Mexico City for the weekend and like mm-hmm. their whole brand becomes their trip to Mexico City and they're like trying to give you recommendations even though you're not going anytime. Totally. Uh, that's like me with Earth. I like uh, I kind of make it my whole deal here on my planet. Um, but yeah, yeah I, I, see, am like, I see you're wearing an Earth sombrero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, I, I, I love I like I'm really into Mexican culture. Um, but yeah, I would say I am like, uh, Ricky, which I, I think sombreros embody Mexican culture pretty sure. Thoroughly. Uh, I, uh, but I am the Ricky Gervais. I kind of like tell it like it is and Ooh. come at me. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I'm not scared. 
do you also uh, go commando like he does? I know that's one of his like bits and his one of his stand up specials. Uh, I don't. I didn't know he did that, but uh, I'm going to now. I don't know. Okay, great. I've never really embraced that. Uh, I remember John Hamm would apparently go commando on uh, Mad Men, mm-hmm. and they actually like apparently his dick is so big that they had like part of the Mad Men budget was like a post production like reducing the size of his dick from shots because it was distracting. It was like a real thing. Like part of the budget of the show was like digitally doing there were meetings we're had (laughs) and we're like we have to make this smaller it's too distracting yeah it canonically don draper does not have a big dick it's like important to this character absolutely um also yeah in this pod in this podcast in this universe we don't do sound effects so okay if you were wondering like if you were going to get a personal one for you yeah i was wondering about that or like uh if you do something cool, like if you thought you would get a little sound effect to celebrate it, now nah, we don't do it. Okay, yeah. a little disappointing, but <laughs> I can just think about this: what the sound effect could have been, and yeah, you could you could even do it with your mouth if you like. Would you? I feel like I'm kind of being a bad host now, not giving you the sound effects you want. Like, no, no, sh- no. Okay, okay. So, uh, actually, no. I want to try this. Okay. Um, let's pretend like I haven't brought you out, and I'm just introducing you for the first time. Okay. Okay. Welcome to the show, July Diaz. How are you doing? I'm great. Thank you for having me on your podcast. It's July. It's time for July. Yeah, we're all in July. Okay, that was all pretty right. fun. That's a pretty pretty great sound effect. Thank you. Uh, well, July, uh, I'm kind of like, uh, I've been wondering, uh, what have you been playing, buddy? All right, so... Uh, I can tell you, but I, I do have a question before I get into what I've been playing. Sure. Do you have sort of the same video game systems in your universe? Or are they, you know, PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X, or are they completely different? Are they swapped or? We have all of those and like they're really expensive and really mm-hmm. desirable. And we also have other ones, but uh, those we do have is kind of like fun imports and uh, I have them all. I uh, whoa, yeah. I uh, I see them. They're all behind you. Yeah, it's kind of like a sort of a museum retro arcade sort of vibe. Because also my universe is from the future, um, and uh, it's we do have them. So I should know roughly what you're talking about. Okay, great, fantastic. All right. So what I've been playing is a little game called Kirby in the Forgotten Land. I jumped back into it after taking a little bit of a break and. I just finished the world that was, it seems like it was sort of like a like a carnival world, lost to time, and uh, I'm having a lot of fun with, with the game. Cool. Still, yeah. Yeah, I haven't played that one. I'm, it's definitely going to be one that I'm just going to like try and borrow from a friend mm-hmm. afterwards. Um, is it, a, I know there's a lot of talk about whether or not it's easy, that sort of thing. How do you feel about the difficulty? Oh, it's so easy. It's super easy. Yeah. It's pro- it probably like, the easiest game I've ever played, maybe. Wow. Have you ever, have you died? No, I don't think I've died yet in the game. <laughs> How far are you through the game, do you think, if you had to guess? Well, I thought I was maybe halfway through. I, I've beaten maybe three or four areas, but um, when you go back to the, like, pause menu it kind of gives you like a percentage of what you've accomplished 
uh, and it, it only said 17%. So I don't know if that counts the main story or if it's counting all the unlockables as well, because there's a sure. lot of extra things you could do. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's probably that. There's probably lots of like secrets and stuff. Yeah. Uh, Which the secrets I'll- are pretty easy to find. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like. I mean, Kirby seems like above all else for children. Like mm-hmm. even compared to other Nintendo characters, he kind of seems like, yeah. But yeah, I want to play it. I always liked. I loved the 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 Nintendo Kirby's Adventure. Yes, I always thought that game was so fun. I mean, yes, I think I I had one for Game Boy that I really liked too. And I have never. I haven't played any of them since then. I haven't played a single Kirby game. My first Kirby game was Kirby Block Ball on the okay. Game Boy. And that's sort of like, um, and there's this other game that's kind of, I'm forgetting the name, but it's a little bit like Pong, you know, and there's mm-hmm. always like different variations of it over time Okay. where, where you're just like, there's just a plane and it's bouncing a ball back and destroying all the other blocks and whatnot. Yeah. I forget what that, there's like a one classic one. I forget what it's called. Not like Destroyer, but it's something like, I don't know. I know yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe starts with the G. It's not Galaga. No, yeah. I feel like I played that on like my graphing calculator in high school. Mm-hmm. Did you did you ever did you play games on your calculator? Yes. Um we played a little game called Making the Word Boobs on the calculator. <laughs> um Dude, that's sick. It's so sick. But no, we I think there was maybe like a knockoff Mario game on one of those graphing calculators. Do you remember For what sure. I'm talking about? Yeah, I remember playing that. It was like really hard too, I think. Yeah, yeah. I, I played that for sure. And it, I'm not sure if there were, there had to be, be like math games on there. Did you play, um, the big one at my high school was called Drug Wars. Did you no. play that? No. Yeah, it was like for some reason the most, or not for some reason, obviously it's like we're bad. But mm-hmm. it's like uh, Drug Wars was like, I remember like, but the drugs all had names like Ludes, and I like I was I wasn't up on drugs enough to know it meant Quaaludes. Oh, and I yeah. was just like, it had these like a, these hip names for the drugs, so I thought they were all made up. And then like throughout my life since then, I've been like in my drug adventures, I've been like, uh, oh, that's what they were referring to in drug wars. <laughs> Ludes, it was pretty, yeah, it's pretty fun though. Um, I played tons of Tetris too. Oh yeah. And you could, and you could also connect to other people and play multiplayer Tetris on the calculators. Really? I don't know. That's yeah. crazy. Like, so, like, I just remember being in, in school and, like, running a cable from my calculator to the kid in the desk in front of me mm-hmm. so we could play Tetris. I really, like, yeah. Yeah, another big sort of school game for me was uh, when Mario Kart DS first popped mm. up. That was, like, yeah, we, we everyone was playing it. And Homeroom, we were all playing that. Um. Well, this is good. This is kind of like relevant to our main subject, which, like I said, is going to be like a slumber party sort of mm-hmm. topic. Um, so that'll be fun to get into. But uh, I'll tell you what I've been playing. Please. Or what I just. I uh, Thank you. Is, that, is it cool? Like. Oh, it's totally cool. Yeah. OK, thanks, man. Like, I know I'm like technically hosting, but I want this to be like a free for all. Sure. Sort of like no rules. Um, uh, I, two days ago, I beat Dark Souls, which Congrats. I had. Uh, thank you. Da, 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 da. Um, I uh, I'd beaten it before, and I uh, but it was the only other from software game I had super convenient after beating Elden Ring, and I had <laughs> like after beating Elden Ring, I had tried a few other games, but 
I was so deep into their style that I like nothing would stick. Like I started Metroid Dread and I, it's clearly a great game, but I, it wouldn't stick. I tried Doom Eternal, which I wanted to play for a while and I like couldn't stick. Mm-hmm. And I just randomly tried Dark Souls one night and then just like, that's all I did for the next week and a half or two. Dang. Um, I know. I like Dark Souls. It's like, is it the opposite of Kirby? Is it the like? I think it is. Yeah. Like, I mean, in Dark Souls, are you playing as a sort of godlike creature that can suck up anything and become it? No, no. And in fact, I would say like the enemies are like just crushing you left and right. And I died 8,000 times. Yeah. So I'd say. So quick, is Kirby a godlike creature? Is he like, uh, what is. Well, he is in our universe or our earth. Oh, okay. Um, cool. I'm not sure if he is in on your no, earth. He's, ki- he's kind of like a piece of shit over here. He's kind of like really low status. Oh. And no one respects him or likes him. And you like make little kids play as him in Smash Brothers, and they hate it. Is he brown like a piece of shit too? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's a really distinct okay. light brown piece of shit color. Uh, He's sort of like there's a character in, in on Earth, Earth um, called Mr. Hanky from this show called South Park. Does he kind of look like that? Yeah. Actually, now I'm realizing his name wasn't even Kirby. It actually is Mr. Hanky. Oh, uh, wow. But he's in Smash Brothers here, and it's he's really fun. And he's amazing. got a really high pitched voice. Um, yeah, but uh, Dark Souls is so good. I played it this time around with uh, uh, a sorcerer build, hmm. doing all the spells, and it kind of felt like the easy version of the game, right? And like it's kind of what I did in Elden Ring, and it's like a very much like a coward's approach to the game because you're giving yourself space from the the big bads. Yeah. yeah, and like they clearly designed the game, like even Elden Ring, in their heart to be like a sword game, mm-hmm. but they do this whole other thing, and it's really fun, and they, you know, whatever. But like, you're just like such a coward, like hiding behind rocks <laughs> and like sending spells, and like I don't know what it is because I even picked the like tougher, like deeper voice option. But when you die, it's like the most effeminate, like ah! a sound effect. And yeah, it just feels right for my character who I would describe as like spineless. Uh, yeah. And That's like, so funny you say that because in the Kirby game, from videos I've seen, because I have not yet died, but um, <laughs> when people die in their playthroughs, Kirby sort of gives off of like a very like masculine grunt, like, oh, fuck, <laughs> shit, god damn it, I was bested. Yeah, yeah, that that makes sense with what I know about Kirby. Yeah. That's good, that's good. Um, You been playing anything else? You, I think last time I spoke to you, uh-huh. which I guess means this was this isn't the first time, uh, is... No, we, uh, we've met each other before, it's, this is the first time I've been on your podcast. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Um. Uh, you see, you seem like you weren't playing tons of video games. No, I wasn't. I was sort of in a, um, so I, I'm in that stage of playing games. I don't know if you've been in this state where you're playing more than one game at a time and you kind of tell yourself, okay, well, I'm going to move back into playing this one. I'll get back to that one. And then ultimately you're just like, well, I'm stuck. I can't. I yeah. can't go back to that because I'm going to have to relearn the controls for it. So that's just going to not happen right now. And then 
going back to the other game, I'm like, well, this other game is now calling my attention, so I'm going to yeah. do that. So, yeah. I, so I was in that, like, juggling what I wanted to play. And when you're juggling with decisions, then I'm just like, well, I won't do any of them. Right. So you've been, uh, you just been watching lots of TV or what? Uh, no, I've been, been sort of just walking. <laughs> okay. That's right. Just walking a lot. Um, um no, but I, I did, uh, recently get back into Sonic Mania because oh, I, cool. I had, um, purchased the DLC, the, um, I think it's, let me see what it's called, uh. Anyways, it's DLC and it has two new characters that were actually returning characters from an older Sonic arcade game. Kind of obscure characters. Not as beloved as like Big the Cat or something like that. No, no, no. If Big the Cat was in this, man, this would have broken all the, the records imaginable. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Guinness my, Book my of World Records. Ray. Yeah. Oh, you have Guinness too? Yeah, we have Guinness um we also have ripley's believe it or not here too which is cool um pretty Uh, sweet that is sweet yeah but i i played through there's a encore mode in that game that's dlc and it's sort of the same uh adventure mode or first player adventure mode but they kind of change uh different mechanics in the levels and it's a it's, it's different it's a different playstyle so in the original playthrough like any other sonic game you get lives and the more rings you collect the more lives you collect etc uh but you're only primarily playing as one character so sonic or or the sonic tails duo but in encore mode you can't get any extra lives you only play as the character you select either sonic tails knuckles mighty array the two new characters but you can collect um power-ups during your playthrough that you can uh then cycle through your character those characters oh cool yeah so by the let's say like the second stage of playthrough you can you have access to all the characters in a single playthrough and you can cycle through them is there like situations where you find that certain ones are better, that yes. sort of thing? Yes. Cool. That Ta- sounds fun. Tails and Ray, because Tails obviously has the ability to fly, so you can fly over a lot of the sure. map. And Ray also has the ability to glide, sort of like uh, Super Mario with the the feather. That kind of uh-huh. like yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah, I've actually never played that. Sonic Mania, and I've heard it's great. I uh, it's fantastic. I like yeah, cool. Because I love the originals. These I've one through three. Mm-hmm. Um, sweet. Yeah. No, I've been meaning to check that out. It's it's also like on sale all the time. Like, yeah, like get it for like seven dollars or something. Yeah, and what's great about it is it is basically a reimagining of like a greatest hits of those stages from Sonic's one through three. And uh, they like redid the music. So like act one is like sort of the classic music. Act two is like a remix version of cool. the, the music and, and the stage. Um, and yeah, it's just a lot of fun. It's fun. And in, uh, in my universe, we also have like a Michael Jackson type who did the music for Sonic 3. But he, oh, never, really? did any, he never did anything wrong over here. So it's like we can just guilt free listen to all of his music and like 
not really worry about it. It's it's pretty cool. He's like, yeah, it's a good situation. Oh well, he never really did anything wrong over here either, like, as far <laughs> but, as I know. Oh no, he's 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 still beloved over there. Well, no, not really. I mean, there were some crazy allegations thrown his way. Oh okay, okay, yeah, that's what I thought. I thought I I'd heard like pretty bad things about him. And like I heard that people there didn't really, even though they loved his music their whole life, mm-hmm. kind of started to feel weird about listening to it. Yeah, and like sure, like occasionally on a hike they would put on like the Jacksons' "Destiny," and like they didn't feel great about it. But like, why should they rob themselves of those songs? You know? Yeah, I mean, over here it is very much if you're like going to, let's say like a like a Walgreens or a Target or even like a, a restaurant, like a Dave's Hot Chicken. They're playing Michael Jackson all the time. Okay. Right. Everyone's still like enjoying it. Um, but I guess now that you say it, there is sort of like a like a ooh, are we supposed to be enjoying this? Yeah. Kind of vibe. What's the like uh what's the like can- like most I heard y'all say canceled. I'm a Ricky Gervais fan, as you know. Uh which uh which artist do you still enjoy that like maybe you shouldn't? Is there anyone? Oh, wow. Um, let me see. There's so many to choose from. Yeah. Like for me, like I'm a huge That 70s Show fan. And I know yeah. I shouldn't I know I shouldn't laugh at Hyde. But he's just so funny. He's yeah. just so funny. Uh, well, I yeah. sort of separate the, you know, the character from the artiste. Mm, so, um, yeah. Uh, let me see. Probably. Hmm. I'm probably going to have to say that 70s show as well as sort of like a guilty <laughs> pleasure, but I know I shouldn't laugh at Wilder Valderrama, but he's just so funny. I saw, uh, uh, I saw, <laughs> I saw a VHS tape and I don't know what the movie was for, but it was just like, I just saw the top of it. It said Wilder Valderrama as Prince Charming. And that phrase like really got me. I was like, perfect. You should, um, and I forget why I know this or why I discovered this. You should Google Wilder Valderrama cakes. I don't know if you have Google in your universe, but there's a lot. We do. Okay, great. There's a lot of uh, go to Google images. Look at look at that. And there's just a, f- a huge page of Wilder Valderrama posing with gigantic cakes. <laughs> Yeah, what's the deal? I don't know. It seems like at some point he was just sort of like a Jersey Shore character that <laughs> just being asked to be at these birthday events in Vegas, maybe. Yeah. He seems like uh, he like believed in the idea of like swag really mm-hmm. hard and like ran with that as a sort of idea. Um, well, he sort of created the one of the greatest shows of all time, Yo Mama. Oh, that's true. That's actually really big in my universe. Oh, it's still going? Yeah, it's still going. Our our world of Valderrama is like not canceled, first off. And I don't actually know what happened to him on your planet. But uh he uh he's beloved here. Oh, that's that's amazing to hear. He's actually in my universe married to Mila Kunis. What? Yeah. Does yeah, Mi- and- does Mila Kunis shower in your universe? <laughs> no. Oh, okay, no, so sort of the same. So that one's similar here. She doesn't. Um, yeah. I uh, I was confronted at my work in the midst of like 
the whole Jake Gyllenhaal doesn't bathe yeah, yeah. thing and a few other people. And I was in like a Zoom room and like with some reason it happened. It was like all my like PSC coworkers and me. And they were like, Jacques, do, do you shower? They were like, do you shower? And I was like, yeah, I shower. They're like, do you use something or do you just use your hands? And I was like, I use like a loofah. Mm-hmm. And they were like, they were like, okay, all right, that works. But I felt really confronted about that it works. in a funny way. Yeah. <laughs> it was like they were checked because apparently I think it's a thing with white people to just like just use the soap on their hands or something. I don't know. Oh, okay. And I was raised in a family with washcloths, but I don't know. I don't have a washer dryer. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I've, you- heard, I've heard about the washcloth thing too. I never never did that. Um, just a loofah for me. Okay. Classic loofah. No, um, I'm not sort of like a um, body wash person. I, I oh. like a hard, thick soap. Okay. All right. Are you an Irish ring man? What are you? Uh, let's let's drop some brand names here. July. I love a good Dove soap. I love Dove, a, yeah. Dove. Um, I was raised with Dove. Yeah, sort of the classic original. But hey, sometimes I'll do the. There's like a blue one that's very very nice. Has a very nice scent to it. But uh, is that branded as like fresh or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, but yeah, classic Dove. I mean, you can't go wrong with that. Um, and this is like a big segment on this. I don't know if you've heard this podcast before, but we always I confront. Have. We yeah, you so you know that how we confront our guests about their uh, bathing habits. Yeah, just so you know, I I bathe and I do clean <laughs> my legs. It, it's kind of starting to make me feel like you're just saying this because you knew the segment would come and like you prepared all these statements and like you don't actually do this. Oh no, I t- I totally do it. Um, I don't know if you. There's sort of like comical stink lines coming off of me, but the, that's just a that's just my Zoom background. Uh, okay, cool. Yeah, I was wondering because there was also other people behind you who were like waving their hands in front of their nose like that, and like you could just you can almost hear them saying "pu." Yeah, uh, those are just my roommates. Uh, okay, they're cool, they're cool. they're doing a sort of a, a sounded movement. They're like improv people. Yeah. Uh, well, cool. Glad to have them on the show too. Yeah. Um, you so you might hear them in the background a little bit, just people doing like zip zap zop and doing scenes. <laughs> sure. Cool. Uh, that's great. I. Uh, it's been a while since I've done improv. I uh, in my universe. I. Uh, I remember you had me on your show, right? And, which was a, which was a big honor for me. Yeah. And like the time zones were all weird, but we did it, and. Uh, it was so fun. I remember just like doing it and like afterwards being kind of like having this like high from it being like, oh, man. Oh, that's so, so fun great to, like, to hear. Yeah. I was like because I was nervous. Uh-huh. And then it was like we just did like 40 minutes of psycho improv in the Starcraft universe. Yeah. Yeah. If you remember. Um, I do. Of course. Yeah. And it was uh, that was so fun. I uh, Yeah. A lot of listeners I, don't know that this was a alternate universe jocks that I had on <laughs> my show and. Hey, you you did it, buddy. You you pulled through. We we had a great time. Yeah. There was a few times where we had to stop the recording in July. It was like, get it together, man. You're doing great. Like, stop crying. Come on. Yeah, a lot of pep uh, talks. A lot of pep talks. Yeah. And I was like, I can't do this. Uh, I'm a little bit more Southern in that universe. Um, all right. What do you say we get into the news? Oh, sure. And I uh, just to, like, make you more comfortable... I thought we would focus on like Earth video game news. Okay. And it's like not because it if I 
told you about the news in my universe, it would require this like huge creative writing effort mm-hmm. that would like uh, take a lot of work on my part and would like sure. not be worthwhile. And listeners would be like, man, this really like wasn't very funny. And also you could tell he spent a lot of time on this. So like, let's just focus on like news for you. Um, let's see. We got some uh, new releases. Uh, we have Love a new uh, release. Yeah, we have Wildcat Gun Machine. You heard about this one? Yes, I have. Oh, cool. Uh, you excited about it? I'm excited about the gun machine mechanic in this Wildcat iteration. Yeah, I think it's like, yeah, I think it sounds really fun. Um, oh, look at the, hold on a second. Not to just skip by that, but uh, this next one's called Best Month Ever. Uh, Is yeah, this a spinoff I- of the Best Week Ever tv show exactly and it's like so you get to play one of the pundits who's talking about all the fun new events to have and you get like choices and what you can say and they're all like really sassy and kind of mean-spirited um, oh i choose michael Ian black oh. oh dude that sounds so sick uh just to like step away from the news section because you said that uh have i ever told you about the one i met and had dinner with michael Ian black no Okay, so in college, I was in this group called Ideas and Issues in okay. my uh, in my universe, um, and it was like we would bring speakers in, mm-hmm. and we'd get to like talk to them, and then we'd always ask them if they wanted to go to dinner, and they didn't have to, and some people would say like, "Oh no, I think I just want to like go back to the hotel afterwards," and it was like, "Cool, it's you know, it's totally chill," and so we asked Michael Ian Black if he wanted to come to dinner, and he was like, "Yes." And we were like, oh, "Wow, so cool!" So like maybe like eight of us. Went out to eat with him after his show, and his show was like was pretty funny. Um, it was right after Stella was canceled mm. on Comedy Central, so there was this like running thread of bitterness that was like kind of like like it wasn't a good vibe. Really, it also felt kind of like unrelatable. Where he was like <laughs> sure. felt like he was entitled to more success, and it like it seemed. I remember just like watching it being like. Oh, he seems like really unhappy. Hmm. Um, and it was like kind of not a great vibe. And then we went to dinner and he seemed really mad he was there the whole time. And like uh he uh this is the Michael Ian Black I know. I know. Uh I remember like at one point he went he started he asked he said l- almost nothing. Um even when like directly addressed, he would just like look at people and say nothing. Oh, um, it was wild. And then this girl was talking and mentioned that she was a marketing major. And then he went on like a 10 minute tirade about how he hates marketing and about how she was ruining the world. And why would she want to do that? And she's too young to already have a ruined brain. Um, the ruined brain. Yeah. It was a phrase he said to this like 19 year old girl. And, um, <laughs> It was like not a good vibe. I remember, I remember at one point I was like, uh, have you seen any movies lately that you liked? And he was like, I don't like movies. Um, so that was like kind of the energy. Wow. But um, just to get back to the news, pretty cool. He's in this game though, you know, and like, that's a good character to be. Uh, who should I be? Who are those? I'm going to be the Sklar brothers. That's a great. Uh, yeah, that's a great choice there. And it's kind of like hard because you get to be two people, mm-hmm. but also like 
they've got that like improv group mind that you like it's kind of like almost like a cheat code too. I don't know if it's harder or if it's easier. What do you think? Do you think it's harder or easier to be the Scholar Brothers? I think it's uh, the only difficulty you're going to find is when they sort of um, have a, they have their own pep talks, but they <laughs> are actually referring to the other brother's name. So uh-huh. like Randy will be saying, oh, Jason, you gotta, you gotta do this. So yeah. even they have issues remembering who is who. You know? Wow. Okay. <laughs> that's good. That's like, that sounds like a perfect character for me who like needs pep talks and I yeah. can like simulate those. And you get to play that, the pep talk parts too. Right? Yeah. 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 Okay. Cool. And by the way, that's a true story. <laughs> We're really dragging the best week ever people on this show. It's fine. I'm glad we finally are coming for them. Um, all right. Let's see what else we got here. We got uh, Crowns and Pawns, Kingdom of Deceit. Ooh. Yeah. Crowns and um, pawns. So it's like, I think in that one you play as like an uh, anthropomorphic crown with like eyes and big ears. Mm-hmm. And um, it's like you trying to boss around pawns, like the pieces from chess. Um, but they keep being deceitful and betraying you is the idea of that one. You you think you might check that one out? Interesting. No. No. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Okay. Um, more of a checkers guy. More of a checkers more, guy. Yeah, you're a man of the people. Mm-hmm. Um, what do we have here? Uh, Songs of Conquest. Oh wait, that comes out. Uh, I I actually reached out to my friend Jeremy, who I think you know from the podcast you yep. do there. Uh, I know you do, and I was like, "Hey, is the news supposed to be games that come out the the previous week or next week?" Right. And he responded like six minutes before we started recording with like, uh, he didn't have the attitude of like, how do you not know this? But like, I, I read into it that, but was like, uh, this, the previous week and I was like, oh yeah, yeah, cool for sure. Um, but, uh, but that's a good question. Cause I've always thought it's the upcoming week. So that's actually yeah. a good distinction yeah. there. Yeah. You should, you should give that message to him that it's unclear to, uh, friends of the show. Uh, but there's a game coming out just because I started saying this called Songs of Conquest mm-hmm. that comes out on Tuesday. So if you're listening to this on Monday, uh, it comes out the next day. Um, it's for PC. You know, you think you might check out Songs Ooh, of Conquest? I mean, it sounds intriguing. So I mean, I love a good song. Me too. You know, you know what uh, my favorite song of conquest is? What is it? When Johnny comes marching home again, hooray, hurrah. Yeah. Do you like, okay, let me ask this. Do you like better when Johnny comes marching home or the ants go marching two, one by one, hooray, hurrah? Well, I like the Johnny one because it makes me think of Johnny Depp. <laughs> That's immediately where my mind went because I'm following this story so closely. I, I don't know if you have this coverage in your universe, but... Um, no, we don't. But this is exciting because we were actually going to do a segment now called "What's Up with Johnny and Amber," and uh, I'm so excited to have you here to like tell us what's going on. Well, yeah, I actually, uh, uh, if I may, I actually have a voicemail from Johnny Depp himself. Oh shit! To sort That's... of share what's going on. I I don't think he's supposed to be doing this. Actually, this is, a, this is an exclusive. It's an exclusive. Okay, great. Um, yeah, let's so, let's hear that. Yeah, so let me play. Whenever this. you're ready. Um, hello, uh, listeners of the podcast. It's 
Captain Jack Sparrow. Just kidding, it's Johnny, Jonathan Depp, and I'm here reporting from the bathroom of the Virginia courthouse. I'm sort of, I only have a 15 minute break, but I just wanted to give an update to my fans, my friends, my family. And to let them all know, I I will be coming back to play the Captain Jack Sparrow surrogate in the Kingdom Hearts video game franchise. And I've also been pushing to have... Pushing? Oh no, he's been pushing. Oh, so weird. Been Yes, I've been pushing to have sort of my Willy Wonka character enter the Kingdom Hearts <laughs> video game franchise as well. But also a spin-off game of just Willy Wonka where it's a POV action adventure game where you're just going through the motions of an everyday life of Willy Wonka. Like killing children and like swimming in the chocolate river. And I know you all may have questions about if I am killing children <laughs> or the Oompa Loompas might be swimming in the chocolate river, but I would love to have that in the video game. And do the Oompa Loompa, I'm just, I'm, I'm give you a pause that for a second. Yes, I'll I've pause. Just kind it. Of been, Okay, I just kind of been wondering too with these Oompa Loompas, and they're always swimming in the Chocolate River. Like, what sort of cleaning process do they go through before they jump in the river? And also, like, do they clean? Like, can you clean chocolate? Is that a these thing? are great questions, and we'll see if he answers them in this voicemail okay. that he yeah. just give it because this is not just so the listeners know this is not sort of a you know a Skype call with Johnny he's just recorded no, this that, on his iPhone and sent it to he's, a, to he's me. in the bathroom in the courthouse right yes yes or he was when he recorded this. yes when he recorded this but uh, yeah there's only a minute left of the voicemail so oh, okay. I'll, I'll all right cool let's hear it and I've actually been thinking a lot of people wonder what sort of goes into the cleaning process of the Chocolate River in Willy Wonka, and I got to say, it's above my pay grade. The Oompa Loompas, they're in charge of that. So Wonka has bigger fish to fry. Hmm. But anyway, uh, Amber Heard's a liar. <laughs> Please pray for me. And I shall come back to the biggest franchises and I will continue to eat my favorite foods in my mansion. Wait, wait can you pause it again? Yeah. Can you pause it yeah. again? Um, I just like my, I wish, and I know this isn't a Skype call, uh, but I like, I wish, does he have any update on his band, the Hollywood vampires uh, who he's in a band with, with uh, I think it's Alice Cooper and Dave Navarro maybe, or someone else who looks like them three. Yeah. 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 I hope, I hope he does. Let, let's see. There's only 10 I mean, seconds like, left. It seemed like he was in his closing remarks. So yeah. I don't know if he's going to get to it. All right, let's play it. 
back to the franchises you all know and love. And actually, one last thing. There is <laughs> sort of a passion project of mine, the rock and roll band VPs is what I call them for short, the vampire band. We are going to go on tour at the end of 2022 as soon as all this is cleared up. Hell yes. We're going to be doing a live stream from my garage. So not physically going on tour, but sort of virtually <laughs> because I just need time to decompress in my home. But we're we're gonna we're gonna rock out. Anyway, I I gotta flush. I gotta go. Johnny out. Wow. wow. That's that was really cool. It was interesting how we for that last ten seconds you played it in like quarter time mode. Uh so we got a lot more material than I thought. And also I just wanted to make a correction. It wasn't Dave Navarro in the band with Johnny Depp and Alice Cooper. It was actually Joe Perry from Aerosmith. Oh yeah, yeah. Um pretty cool. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Uh well that was really that was a huge get. We love Johnny Depp over here and uh in my universe we do too okay good yeah we don't trust a single thing amber heard says um a lot of people are saying that they're both psychos and that like it's weird that everyone focuses the hatred purely on her and how that seems to like suggest like misogyny Mm -hmm. um but not us in my universe we just love johnny depp and support him and we don't believe women um but uh anyway i think that's good for the news you have any other news (laughs) No, I don't have anything else. Um, you heard about this Rogue Legacy 2 game? I'm sure they talked about this. Or, or I think I talked about I'm sorry. I think I talked about this last week yes, I, on yeah. the podcast. Yeah. But uh, I really want to play that game. Have you looked into that at all? I have not. What is sort of the mechanics of the game again? So it's like a, a side-scroller roguelite. Um, it's the game. It's a sequel to the game that kind of like introduced the, the huge half of the whole current roguelite craze, which oh. is the idea of like... Yeah, you you get stuff, but like you gain the game changes after each playthrough. Like the way Hades, like you unlock yeah. upgrades that help you. The original that came out in 2013 apparently like introduced that whole mechanic, which I feel like kind of created the genre as it is today. Um, so I'm I'm really excited to check that one out. I'm kind of gonna wait for it to go on sale. Yeah, I or, like the art style of it too. It looks fun. Yeah, it looks really good. Yeah. I uh I have a bunch of stuff I'm going to play. I got a, uh, I have a Steam Deck coming. Yeah. Which I'm really excited about. And I've uh, bought a bunch of stuff for that. That I'm, it's also cheap. That's like the thing I'm like excited about with Steam is that like, I finally bought Disco Elysium and it was like $14. It's amazing. And they uh, always have sales going on on Steam, right? So, yeah. I feel like I'm going to become one of those people who just like buys tons of shit and then mm-hmm. never plays it. Sure. Join the club. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that'll I think that'll do it for the news. Let's go ahead and hear that uh audio clip. Do 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 All right. Yeah.
That's great. Um, so we're going to go ahead and take a break here. And when we come back, we're going to talk about the best slumber party games for when daddy's gone and there's no rules. Daddy's gone. Daddy's gone. All right. Welcome back to Comedy, a video game show. Um, we're going to get into our main segment today for you, which is kind of just picture this. Um, you're, you have a bunch of friends over to your house. Okay. It's going to, you're going to have this awesome slumber party. You're so excited. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you, I mean, you, you can help me, but there's like, there's, there's a whole tub of cookie dough in the fridge. There's all, there's hot Cheetos. There's all these fun snacks and drinks. There's soda. Oh, yeah. All the soda you want. Like, all all of it. Unfortunately, it's like uh, like discount soda. It's like... It's RC, it's like RC, RC Cola. Mm-hmm. Exactly. RC Cola and like Dr. Thunder. Um, it's like that sort of vibe. Um, Mrs. Pib. <laughs> exactly. Uh, that's the only downer. The yeah. only downer is that. But... Um, and then you find out uh, your your dad, your daddy, uh, who let's just like say his name Jeremy. Sure, some, yeah. Let's just let's just let's just like arbitrarily pick the name Jeremy. Let's say daddy has to leave. We'll say he's a doctor and he's on call and he has to go do an operation, and he leaves you and your friends, who we'll say are like, and he's sort of like a plastic surgeon too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, and he has to do some emergency like chin lifts. And uh, boob job, boob job, sort of making a a butt bigger. Yeah, I think that's actually specifically what's happening right now is he has to make a butt bigger, and it's like a huge emergency. Yes, there's a big red carpet appearance the next day, and got to get that butt bigger, or this uh, singer's career is really in trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, classic situation. We've all been there. So now he's gone. So he's left you and your friends. Uh, who we'll say are like, let's say you're 13. I don't know. Yeah, you're 12, sure. You're, you're 12 or 13, that age, roughly. So now there's no parents. Uh, there's no rules. And also one other thing. You stole daddy's credit card before he left. So you can buy whatever you want. Oh, also, yeah. you're really, and already before this, you were super spoiled and have every video game system. Uh, you were really privileged and you would like, when you didn't get what you want, you would be like, daddy, I want this. And he would give it to you. And you were, you were always dressed sort of like Donald Duck in the sense that you're wearing like these uh, sailor outfits with the little hat. Yep. Sometimes a propeller hat. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's, that's a crucial part of the image here. Mm-hmm. And um, I actually want to ask you a question. Um, Please. What kind of, I wanted to find out, like, what kind of a slumber party kid were you, are you, 
And if it's helpful, I can give you like a few archetypes just mm-hmm. to like. So like, I feel like there's the guy who's kind of the bad kid who's like leading the charge on the pranks and is like pushing you to do like kind of borderline illegal stuff. You know, you're ring and runs, you're that sort of vibe. Right, right. Who's like the truth or dare. He's like really pushing the dares to such a far that you're willing to admit anything in the truth component. Mm-hmm. Um, Always okay. pushing to play spin the bottle. Yep, exactly. 100%. Uh, seven minutes in heaven. Mm-hmm. He must. He, he clearly has like older brothers who are like telling him all this shit because like he seems to have his finger on the pulse yeah. of like fucked up bad behavior. Uh, and actually his older brother's in military school uh because he brought a gun to school um anyway and he has uh, and he is super jacked yeah he's like <laughs> up all upper body strength but like skinny legs yeah and he like uh he unfortunately all of the working out he does is gonna make his growth super stunted and he's gonna grow up to be like five one even though the rest of his family is like really tall yeah uh which is fine um so you could be that. I don't know if you're that. Person. I am not that. You're not that. No. Okay. Uh, there's the kid who goes to bed early. There's the kid who's like, he starts being like, er- even early on in the night is talking about how he's like not feeling super well and seems to be like planting the seeds early on that like he's going to want to go to bed early. Anybody's tummy hurt from all the snacks and all the food like me. Yeah. I think Mrs. Pibb's not like such a good brand after all. Um, and. He's like going to bed early and is like, you try and like do pranks on him and you do do pranks mm-hmm. on him, especially the other kid, the bad kid. And he's like, I'm sick. I told you guys I'm sick, but like none of you believe it. So you don't even feel bad. Yeah. Um, I'd honestly say like, I close, I probably most closely relate to that kid. I'm a person who's bad at sleeping or like mm-hmm. staying up late. Like, uh, which is now manifested in me, like falling asleep during movies. But like, I remember going to like slumber parties and like actually going to the bathroom and like splashing water in my face and like hitting my eyes with cold water in the attempt to make myself stay up early. (laughs) Sort Um, of like in a horror movie where someone's going through a a, a crazy situation and they're like, this can't be real. And they're throwing water in their face. Like, (laughs) yeah, the way people do it in movies when they wake up, like when they're like a hard boiled cop, yes, and they like wake up and they splash water in your face, and you're like, no one's ever fucking done this. Like that's never happened before. Oh, uh, what's gonna yeah. really wake me up? It's just a cold splash of water in my face. Yeah, and it's like before I go out into like my beat in Boston or whatever mm-hmm. I'm doing. Uh, okay, there's the kid who's another type. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like the friend from an earlier part of your life who doesn't really jive with your current friends. But your mom uh, made you invite anyway. And they have this like whole chip on their shoulder about how they're not really close with you anymore. And they complain about the person you're becoming. Right. I know that archetype. That's not me. Not That's me. not you? Mm-mm. Who else? Who else is at this slumber party? Well, I'm trying to... well, the one that stays up the most and wants to sort of keep the party going and, and actually know. is, you know, after everyone's asleep. They're still up and they're still playing video games. Wow. Does that you? That's me. Damn. That's cool. That's pretty sweet. I like you and I would be like an odd couple situation because Mm -hmm. I'd be trying to go to bed super early. Yeah. And you'd be staying up super late. Do you uh, have you ever seen that movie? The odd couple. 
I've only seen with, the TV version with uh, Thomas Lennon <laughs> and Matthew Perry. Mm-hmm. Uh, cool. I bet that's good too. Does it also start with? I don't know which character. I'm guessing it would be Thomas Lennon with him almost killing himself. Yes. Yes, it does. It does. <laughs> I think it does. Yeah. Oh wow! Because yeah. it is so dramatic in the original movie. It's a great movie. Um, okay, cool. So, just to get off the topic of suicide, um, you. Uh, so we're at the slumber party. Okay. Uh-huh. So we have yes, we're access to all the games, all the money in the world. Because your dad is the hottest plastic surgeon in Beverly Hills, as we yeah explain. Um, and just so we're clear, our daddy is hot. Yeah, he is yeah. super hot. I mean, we don't yeah. see it because we're his kids, obviously, and we're sure y- 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 we don't care about that kind of stuff. But we see it, especially when like our friends' moms drop off their kids, and they're always hanging out, and they're always like try to talk to him. Yeah, and, and and we also the thing that they don't know, but we know is that, like he wasn't hot, but then he did so much plastic so surgery. Much, yeah, and he does it on himself too, uh, which is crazy. So crazy. He's got the he's got the biggest butt you've ever seen. It's just like it's amazing. It's and the smallest nose you've ever seen. The smallest nose, the most tucked chin you've ever seen. It's like not like a straight jawline. It's like jutting up diagonally up towards your mouth Mm -hmm. it's like it's crazy he's daddy's super hot and he has sort of the reverse john ham in mad men where he (laughs) elongated of course his his penis of course um so it's just bulging out of his pants all the time yeah which is really uncomfortable it's so uncomfortable and it's just like oh god wear some underwear please and you're like i wish i had a post-production budget to reduce this um, Daddy, yes. give us a post-production budget, Daddy. <laughs> daddy, please, please use After Effects, Daddy. Please, Daddy, just do it. Um, so that's a vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of what else is going on there. Um, I think that's pretty much it. What are you? Uh, well, Mom's out of the picture. I mean, everyone's thinking. Well, where's Mom? The thing is, Mom's an astronaut. She's and, an astronaut. Uh, yeah, she's living on the International Space Station. Mm-hmm. And, like, you miss her, but also, like, you know she's trying to save the world. She's up there saving the world with Jeff Bezos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's just... <laughs> her and Jeff Bezos, who she, like, talks about a lot, and, <laughs> like, they seem like they're getting really close. Too close for comfort, for your comfort. Yeah, and you're, like... There's no way, like, he's as hot as my dad. No way. No way. And he's such a square, too. All he talks about is Amazon burgers, like his idea for ship-to-home burgers. Is this a real thing? Yeah, it's a real real thing. Oh, cool. And so they ship you all the toppings, and, like, it's, like, kind of HelloFresh. Yes, yes. And it's like you make burgers, and they're acting like this is their this is their huge new push. Mm-hmm. But it's cool. sort of branded too. So like some like there's a marvelous Mrs. Maisel month <laughs> where all the toppings are sort of tied to uh, the, that show. So like you get a Alex Borstein pickle in your packaging, or you get the um, <laughs> the sort of the Tony Shalhoub uh, yeah. tomatoes. And they all come with jokes. 
They all come with really like funny jokes, like period jokes. Yes. Yeah, that's fun. That's fun. And it's like, and you're like, why? And you're like eating the burger, and you're like, wait, is this main actress even Jewish? Is this like offensive that she's playing this character? Like, is this right? I don't know. Uh, but it's so charming, and the it's production so is so good. Yeah, the production of it all is just so good. Yeah, and the dialogue is so fast, and and it, that's why we love it so fast. Well, we love it, and the dialogue on the burger is just so good. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. So yeah, so mom's off doing whatever she's doing with Bezos, and you honestly don't want to know. You don't want to know, and all your friends kind of razz you about it too. Like your mom's fucking Bezos. Like there's a lot of that yeah. going on. And then they're all like, your mom's fucking Bezos, but also your dad's cool as shit. He's so hot. And like your friends are like, always talking about how hot daddy is and it makes yeah. you so uncomfortable. Yeah. And like while you're excited, he's gone because you can do whatever you want. All your friends are actually kind of bummed about it because they were like coming over mainly to like see your dad. Yeah. And they're all yeah. sort of like talking like, the, oh, so your dad's not going to be here. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, I think I'm also getting a little sick. Um, I might have to like go to bed or call my mom to come pick me up. Yeah. Yeah. A lot Um, of that. A lot of that going on. A lot of that. So it's like the summer party is actually not very good is the important part is that like all your friends are disappointed. The snacks are trash. Uh, That's the vibe. Yeah. We don't got Funyuns. We got Bunyuns. Yeah. Wait, was that your marvelous Mrs. Maisel burger? That seems it, like I was it, probably. It was, yeah. I did that. Uh, there was that. That was from the marvelous Mrs. Maisel burger. Yeah. Uh, I knew it. That's good. I can just picture Alex Bornstein just like quipping that to her, and she's like, "I got to put that in my act." Uh, but uh, yeah. I was thinking though, in this situation that we've just painted, mm-hmm. what are the top ten games? you want to play at this slumber party. And I I love to hear if you wanted to throw one out. Sure. What's, what's, what's the game you'd be most excited to play? Well, number one for me, since it's a party is in the title, Mario Party 2. Whoa. We're going to go ahead and put that on the list. Mario Party 2. Talk to me about Mario Party 2. Why uh, 2? Why... Why this game at all? It's sort of, it, it's the perfect slumber party game because it is a competition game at the end of the day. You are battling each other for whoever is going to get the most stars. It has the perfect balance of um, we're playing on a board game and everyone gets their own turn and there there's specific traps and and. Uh, special bonuses on those boards like there's a halloween themed board so it's all the booze are there and all i love it and but also after everyone's turn you get a everyone gets to play a fun mini game so that's sort of like so you're not bored exactly keeps the pace going and it's always um it's always different so sometimes you're divided into opposing groups or sometimes you're all playing to sort of a free for all mini game, and those are always great too. Like nice. a ju- like one of them was ju- is jump rope. So, uh, it, it, the faster it goes, the faster you have to be timing the mm. jumps, and then at some point, I think the jump rope catches fire. So there's a there's, there's an extra layer there. Like oh, you better you better not miss, otherwise 
Wario's big old tuchus is going to get burnt off. Yeah. You can't have that. Mm-mm. Um, that's a good one. I, uh, yeah, I think, I feel like there's like fun party games that you want to play, but I also feel like there's a few like little edgy ones you want to play too. Like maybe a little, like a little bad. Now that like there's no parents, I'm going to say number two pick, but wait, wait, hold on a second. Someone just knocked on our front door of our house. Where daddy's gone and we're having a slumber party. Uh, Do you think it's daddy? Oh, maybe it's daddy. Maybe it's super hot daddy's come back and all the the friends are getting excited. Oh, all the friends are getting excited. Uh, Let's go answer it. Is it daddy? Is it the person we all hope it is? Oh, it's... Oh, it's Nick. Mate, it's me, Captain Price. (laughs) Whoa, Captain Price. Whoa. Modern Warfare and the recently announced Modern Warfare 2. Wait a minute. Actually, it's me, Nick. Oh, <laughs> Nick. Nick, that's crazy. Uh, you got me. I was like, I was kind of scared for a second because you had that whole machine gun on you. And I was it's like, it's real. Oh, it's real? Oh. Okay. Mm-hmm. This party just took on a different turn. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> also, don't, that, don't machine, point that, that, that machine gun has a classic shotgun uh, action on it, too. Oh, my God. Nick is pointing it right at our crotches. <laughs> oh, no. I'm not- just goofing around, guys. I'd never put my finger on the trigger. Okay. Again. All right. Well, that. Again. <laughs> no. Okay. Interesting. I was going to say I felt better, and now I feel worse. Um, but, Nick, this is so great. I'm so glad you're here because we were going to. Um, what we're doing is we're talking about like the best slumber party games. And I just wanted you to be on the recording as I explained the premise instead of telling you off recording. I thought it was like a good use of everyone's time. Uh, and we're thinking like, what are the most fun games? July had said modern or modern July had said Mario party two. Mm-hmm. And I was about to say, and it's crazy that you showed up as captain Phillips or who were you? Captain what? <laughs> captain price. Oh, captain price. Oh, I thought it was captain Jack Sparrow. Oh, okay. He was here earlier. Yeah, he was. He yeah, he sent in a recording. It was pretty cool. Um, but uh, I was gonna say, I think one of the fun games to play now that there's no parents, and there's no rules, would be Modern yeah, Warfare no Two. You know, Ooh. and but specifically not just just that one mission, just the one mission where you get to go undercover as a terrorist, and you get to kill all the the civilians as a way of proving that you're a real terrorist. And for no the listeners, Russian. yeah, for the listeners, this is Jeremy Schmidt's favorite level of anything ever. <laughs> oh, really? I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but doesn't it make sense though, based on what you know about Jeremy? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I've seen him get pulled out of security a couple times at the <laughs> airport, making jokes like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, all, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was to say we've all seen that. But go ahead. I love Modern Warfare 2. That was a slumber party game when I was growing up for me. Okay. Interesting. I mean, my I, just to show my age, we played like GoldenEye and uh, Mario Kart. Ooh. But like I'm this I'm the elder statesman of this podcast. So like uh, I actually I invited you guys on because you keep me young. And Aww. so uh, is it OK if I kind of just lie about being younger? Yeah, sure, yeah. totally. Let um, me set the scene for you so you know how old I am. I was in ninth grade 
when Modern Warfare 2 came out. This was 2008 going into 2009. Um, I had kind of a fun little thing with my grades in school where the second half of the year was always the grade I was in. So 09, ninth grade, Mm. you know, 02, second grade. It was just a little helpful device for me to remember. That's good because Nick's famously not smart. And so he needs... (laughs) He needs systems like this in place to help him know how to do things. Yeah. So like when I was in um, seventh grade, someone was like, what year are you in? And I held up seven fingers and said this many. But before you said this many, you went, duh. For a full minute. Yeah. For like a full minute. Right. Yeah. And then someone had to point out the numbers (laughs) for me. So I know. You know, I was like my buddy uh, Mason. What are the numbers? That's that's Call of Duty for you guys. Right there, there you go. There yeah. you go. But a different one. A different one. The one that came out the year after Modern mm-hmm. Warfare Two. Modern Warfare Two. I played a lot of couch co-op, split screen. I'd have you could play with four people at a time on one three sixty. I uh, I borrowed some controllers from my youth pastor <laughs> so I could play, and we just hang out with a you know twelve pack of dr pepper 10 it's for men go to town on that game that's amazing you played with your youth pastor at these slumber parties that's that's it's <laughs> amazing no i just borrowed that we'd walk down to his place borrow a couple controllers walk back wow you my... would play over at his place at night that's pretty interesting cool. that's kind of reminding <laughs> me of like the catholic priests that i grew up with that's oh, really? I, didn't, I didn't know youth pastors were the same way that's interesting that's good to know uh I will say this. There was like a, my older brother. I There were these like teachers who were like, I'm sure they were at every kind of school. I went to Catholic schools, but they were like cool with the students and they were like more friendly. Yeah. And then like one of them. I had went, nuns like that. Yeah. <laughs> but one of these teachers was like, uh, one time I came back to my house after like hanging with friends and he was like over with my, this is when I was in like ninth grade and my brother was in 11th and he was like, he was over at our house, like sitting on the couch with like my brother and his friends. And I'm just like, I don't even think he was like a pervert, but I'm just like, what a fucking loser. <laughs> like, wow. get, get some friends. Like what's going on here? I don't mean to like act like I'm a cool person or something, yeah. but like, I like when I'm thir- like, I'm 37. I, I turned 37 yesterday, guys. That's just an exciting moment for everyone. But I like, uh, happy birthday. Happy thank birthday. you guys. I was going to be so mad if y'all You're didn't welcome. say it. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks so much. I was like, I was sitting there as I was speaking, like if they so help me fucking God, if they don't say happy birthday to me, I'm going to lose my mind. But uh, what if I was just like hanging out with 16 year olds? That were like how weird. Doesn't that just like Nick pretend you're 10 years older or whatever. And just like July pretend you're X years older. Mm-hmm. Like what a like, can you imagine? Doesn't that just sound so weird to you? Sounds very weird, but again, that's your universe. I don't know if it's different from our universe. Nick, you don't know, but Jox is actually from a different universe. (laughs) Yeah, I'm hosting from uh, the multiverse is what I said, which means nothing. Um, And I, uh, yeah, my universe is pretty similar. I think, I don't think there's been too much we need to catch you up on. Uh, Yeah, Can I give you a question? Actually, Kirby is like a piece of shit in his universe who looks like actually Mr. Hankey. Yeah. In our universe. Oh wow. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. And also Michael Jackson never did anything wrong in my universe. So everyone's still guilt free, like rocking out to thriller. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um I'm trying to think what else. Uh I think those 
pr- the pretty big things. Yeah, so we far, also, we, yeah. we love Johnny Depp over here, but that seems not that different from your universe. Yeah, it doesn't seem that different from our universe. Yeah, where everyone loves him. Um, Objection. Hearsay. Okay. okay. <laughs> no, I normally people have like something to say after <laughs> objection, but that's cool. That that was no. that was pretty good. In my in my universe, it's normal to just say objection. I forgot to mention I'm from a different universe too. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Which uh, yeah. you, which universe are you from, Nick? Yeah. What's the name of your universe? My universe is eight three eight. It's um. It was actually just featured in the Doctor Strange movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And a little, uh, I got a little beef to pick with that go movie. On, this is go a on red. On red? Go on red. Oh, yeah. I thought you were saying you were leaving me on red. Go on red. It's a big <laughs> line in the movie. It is. Yeah. It is a big line. It, they do, uh, yeah, the Marvel likes this thing where they do rule of twos yes. uh, instead of rule of threes, uh, <laughs> where they sort of set up a joke and you're like, I guess this is funny, and then it doesn't come back. So, so. Sort of like a callback. <laughs> Immediately to the next scene that happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Once and then once again, and then that's it. That's it. Uh, well, even we, when there's a moment for it to come back, and it doesn't. <laughs> we uh, we saw that movie on Friday, Juan and I, and he was like, "So go on red was the best bit they came up with for a alternate universe." He was like, "That was the one joke they did," and I was like, "Yeah." Let's be real. The whole movie feels like a first draft. Yeah, uh, yeah I didn't hate it, but. Um, <laughs> Here's yeah. my gripe, and this yeah. is not a spoiler at all. Uh, okay. Doctor Strange. And this, hold on universe. a second. This is this is we're saying this is number three on the list of the top ten slumber <laughs> yes, party games of all time. Three. Yes. Yeah. Saying, number three of the top ten slumber party games is Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. But go off, Nick. Yeah. Um, can I just say real quick? It's so weird how few Marvel games there are. If there were, if there were still movie tie-in games, I would one hundred percent have rented. Would movie. love a Doctor Strange game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, in the movie, according to one of the universes they visit, <laughs> July is designate... do, doing a really rough version of the Doctor Strange. That's like, it's okay. Lasso. Now, now he's doing Indiana Jones, I think. Oh, Bill and Ted. He's doing like rock and roll Bill and Ted. Cool. Well, I'm about to dream walk. <laughs> nice dreamwalking also felt like star wars's new thing they added in the last jedi or the, the yes, third one where yes, you were like yeah. can do that it felt like exactly that which wasn't uh, that fun of an idea but go go ahead nick sorry about that sorry about yeah, july's just, interruption go ahead it's okay i have to say real quick in my universe michael jackson's moonwalker is called dreamwalker <laughs> Oh, and amazing. I love it. <laughs> nice. Oh. And he did do something wrong, and everyone still likes him. <laughs> oh, cool. Oh, so yeah. not different from my universe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my Doctor Strange complaint. They designate his universe, Doctor Strange Prime, we'll call him, the one that we've seen in all the movies before. Doctor Strange, I, Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Amazon Prime. As being from Earth 616. Yes. But that's the comic designation. That's the comic, yeah. It doesn't make any sense. And this, the MCU already had a designation. It was way too long, but it was like 199999. Uh. Why did they change that? Why are they pretending that it's the comic one when it's clearly different? Why didn't the comic one exist as its own thing? They even take a trip through a little comic book looking place. Right. Okay, here's my complaint. They bring up the the group is called the Illuminati. Mm. And then they make no jokes. 
they made like almost yeah. no jokes about them being the Illuminati. And it was like Um Illuminati? I mean that's a big joke right there. That's that is <laughs> I mean Illuminati? I was uh, crying laughing at that. Do you howling? Okay. And I bring this up mainly less to complain about it, but then to ask you guys if you're And number- I also have a gripe, but go ahead. Okay, great. Um and this is all still number three on the top ten videos yes. games yeah. played yeah. a summer. Well, party. actually, mine will be number four. But go ahead. oh, yours. Okay, great. Um, <laughs> I actually should. I'm gonna put these down. Um, but uh, so, do you remember when I remember someone made a tw- like? Oh, Taco Bell's ad campaign was the what was it with the Illuminati? It was the uh, Bell Illuminati. It was the is. it was the Bell Illuminati. Okay, they did okay. some t- things where they were referencing the Bell Illuminati. And then Charlie Daniels from the Charlie Daniels band who sang The Devil Went Down to Georgia was like retweeting their ads and being like, be careful what you joke about. Like, you don't know what danger you're invoking. And like wow. was sincerely worried about the Illuminati. And it was it was really good. And that was my biggest gripe with. Um, you, you wanted that tweet in the movie? <laughs> I wanted that tweet in the movie. And I feel like. That was kind of the biggest mistake. So, Nick, just to recap, your biggest complaint was that they changed the planet name to line up with the comics, but not even right. I don't think that's my biggest complaint, but, but I think that's up there. Do you yeah. think that's number three? That's for sure number three on the best slumber party games. Okay. Yeah. And then I would say no Charlie Daniel. Number four would be no Charlie Daniels tweet about the Illuminati. And then Can July. I just say it? They travel yeah. through a bunch of multiverses. That should have been one of them. Was that tweet? Just like yeah. Twitter, flying yes. through Twitter. Yes, flying through Twitter. Oh, and then you have through um, Wreck It Ralph world. Oh, oh, and then yeah, you should have. Uh, what are they? Boris and Natasha from Rocky and Bullwinkle show up for one of them. Oh my gosh, yes. Or Boris Karloff and Natasha Romanoff, Black Widow. Oh my Just put, God. you know, actor and uh, superhero together. Uh, should we rewrite this movie right now? Like, yeah, <laughs> we should. But let me get to my number five slumber uh, party game, uh, which is another Doctor Strange gripe. <laughs> okay, um, and it does fall into also slumber party party etiquette as well. So Ooh. when I I went to go see Doctor Strange. Opening night, which is actually, it was a Thursday six o'clock screening, which I've never even heard of a, such a thing. No, it's our, that's where the problems began, but go ahead. Yeah, but I, I did that because I wanted to see it in true IMAX. So I went to Universal City Walk. Mm-hmm. And uh, this, is a, this is a pet peeve of mine. If the movie's already starting and it's five minutes in, get to your seat. It's AMC. There's 30 minutes of trailers. You had yeah. time. You had time. You had time. So my biggest Doctor Strange gripe is the uh, sort of uh, tiny woman sitting directly next to me who just scarfed down her big bucket of popcorn like I've never seen anyone else <laughs> scarf down a bucket of popcorn. It, it seemed like it was her dinner. Wow. Lots of... <laughs> oh, Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, um, just talking I, to it. Yeah. Wait, can I make sure I got this right? So yes. the number five top ten slumber party game of all time was was the tiny woman sitting next to you who scarfed down her big bucket of popcorn like I've never seen anyone else eat her popcorn like yes. it was her dinner. Yes, correct. Okay, got it. 
truly uh, my biggest fear in the world is that someone would ever notice yeah. popcorn. <laughs> I'm identifying oh, no I'm, shame. I'm identifying with the woman in the story and not July for sure. Oh, she had no shame. She didn't care about me. Okay. I uh, do you guys eat one popcorn at a time or do you eat like a, a handful? I do the claw, you know, where you get a couple in That's there. Aziz style. <laughs> Aziz and sorry style. Yeah. Uh, that's his dating move, Chucks. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's uh, Aziz is uh, he's he's never did anything wrong in my universe. He's I mean, just same with me. He's on Master of None season seven here because he's had <gasps> no uh, problems. He's just Whoa. been able to chuck through. And the way he's been blending art house cinema with comedy and food has just been uh, it's been great. And I'm sorry for you guys. that You haven't had that. Wow. Did Bill Murray also get kicked out, kicked off the set of Aziz's movie in your universe or he, he didn't? Um, he didn't get kicked out, but he still made the same jokes that we don't know what they were. And he thought they were a joke, but like she didn't think so. Mm. But also, like, I love Bill Murray, so I don't even think he could do anything wrong, you know? Yeah, I get that. In my universe, he's made those jokes. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. The Bill and Murray Bill jokes. Murray's directing the movie in your universe? Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. and Bill, Bill is upset that the movie production got shut down. Um, also, Aziz just did uh, the Hollywood Bowl. Um, well, kind of. He he ran up and punched Dave Chappelle. <laughs> oh, he punched Dave Chappelle? Yeah. In your universe? Uh-huh. Wow, in our universe, some guy just tackled him, but Aziz punched him? Yeah, punched wow. him. Wow. That's crazy. Um, Michael Jackson's dad punched Aziz in my universe is what happened. Kind of crazy, yeah. He like he's still alive. He he looks great. He's like he's had a lot of plastic surgery done. Um, Oh, was it by Daddy? Daddy did the plastic surgery for him. His you should see Michael Jackson's dad's ass. It looks incredible. It's so big. It's so round. Uh, Drives all drives. Yeah, it drives all the boys crazy. Speaking Um, of slumber parties, I wish I could just lay my little head on that (laughs) on that big round ass. Yeah, for sure. So I thought I would say um, I thought I would just getting back to the list. Sure. I thought I would uh, I'd say what I think number six should be. Mm-hmm. And I thought we might help to recap. We have Mario Party two, we have Modern Warfare two, we have the part in Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness where they change the planet name to line up with the comics, even though that was like inconsistent. Um, we have, uh, the, the part in Dr. Strange multiverse of madness where there was no Charlie Daniels tweet about the Illuminati. Mm-hmm. And then we have the part in Dr. Strange multiverse of madness at city walk, uh, in Los Angeles, where there was a tiny woman sitting next to July who scarfed down her big bucket of popcorn. Like he's never seen anyone else eat popcorn. Like it was her dinner. Um, so for number six, I'm going to say Mario Kart. Um, oh, oh Okay. I think Mario Kart would be really fun. I think like uh, everyone knows how to play it. It's agreeable. I think it's an early evening game. Like it's kind of first mm. thought, admittedly. Yeah. But I think it's like everyone's brags about how good they are at Mario Kart. So I think you play that early and then then you have more time for other games. So I'm going to go ahead and put that on the list. May I ask which Mario Kart are we referring to? Uh, a great we're, question. We're referring to the one on the phone. 
Oh, um, Mario Kart Tour. Mario Kart Tour, yeah. And everyone just gathers around one phone in this version, too. Um, not They're not all playing on their own phones. Everyone's just, like, watching one person play it. Um, Makes sense. And that, flip, that way... It's a flip phone. It's a yeah. flip phone. <laughs> and everybody gets to be good that way, you know? Because yeah. you each play, and you turn it down to easy so you can beat all the... Uh, computer players and then you win and then every person wins yeah and um great um does anyone else want to throw in uh another one on the list yeah i got one the end credits of doctor strange are so fast i couldn't read them and i just want to like can they just make a version where they slow those credits down please you're preaching to the choir yeah just build up a little more anticipation for that post credit scene Great. That's a that's a classic slumber party game. I love yeah. that. Uh, July, did you have any? Uh, you, well, I'm sorry. I don't mean to like blow past that. No, no. Uh, let's let's actually talk about those credits for a second. Yeah. Um, do you are you excited to see Charlize Theron enter the MCU? If is that what's happening? That was that was a spoiler. <laughs> oh, I guess we're putting spoiler on this episode oh description, gosh. everyone. Yes, her character from Fast and Furious does show up at the end of the movie. <laughs> Cipher. Uh, Cipher, no swiping. And she's flying a drone in it, and she blows up the witch. And she has dreads. Yeah. Okay, great. Um, awesome. I Yeah, that was good. I thought... The ending with Bruce Campbell was nice. It was like clearly him and Sam Raimi are buddies. Mm-hmm. Good to see him get a little time to have some fun. Did y'all like that? Or did you have to pee so badly that you wanted to leave the theater? Oh, well, I and- never pee during a movie. So I peed, but I waited until the scene started. Okay. All right. In the, I, in the theater. <laughs> I like had to go so badly and I was just like, God. And then I'm like, I know it's not going to be worth my time. Mm-hmm. And then I watched it and I loved it. And I loved, I loved it. it. I loved okay. it. I loved it. I will say crowd was mixed on the first viewing for me, but mm. in the second viewing, crowd ate it up. Loved it. Did they eat it up like the popcorn? How was the pop what was the popcorn around you eating situation in your second viewing? Uh non existent. No no popcorn. No one got popcorn around me that second viewing. I didn't have popcorn, but when I watched the scene, then as the joke was playing out, I was like, yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Ah, yes. Sort of like the lady eating the popcorn. Next uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. For the one line joke, I was just doing that constantly. I will say, and this will get into my number eight of okay. uh, Slumber Party game. Uh, it's also Doctor Strange related. It's uh-huh. um, the lady next to me also was going, Damn. Damn! <laughs> Whenever like the Illuminati, that whole scene of them getting uh, annihilated by Scarlet Witch. That's a spoiler. That's a spoiler. Spoiler alert! Wait, spoiler. was that the same lady? Spoiler. Yes. <laughs> okay, oh, she, so she it was. was. It was the same lady. Yes, it was. It was. Uh-huh. I'm starting to turn on her a little bit. She's she's doing too many verbal. But like, she was the only like people were audibly gasping as they should at that mm-hmm. mo- at those moments but she was like talking to the screen essentially <laughs> i love it which i i like- i, I kind of i was enjoying it by the the more it was happening i was like okay this is fun i remember seeing the nutty professor to the clumps in theaters 
And wow. some when uh, Eddie Murphy became Sherman Clump, uh, or when he became like the big guy, yeah. uh, I remember someone in the theater going like, "Oh no, he done did it again!" <laughs> and it was like, it was great. That's amazing. I, like, it was really like wow. I don't remember the rest of the movie very well, but what's well, pretty good. You should finish it. It's very funny. Okay. Um. And so, I think it's so, maybe the night Professor Two the Clumps where, uh, he gives that sort of serum to a hamster and then the hamster starts pooping out really huge little pellets yeah and it humps uh that guy who's jerry seinfeld's friend what's that what's his name He's oh the fred staller uh is no. his name miller larry miller oh larry oh miller yeah, larry miller. yeah. yeah. Okay. but it's the first one when Chappelle gets attacked on stage that's true that's such that's such a good bit though. That's when he comes out and he's like not he's like not even behind the curtain and he's like, women be shopping. He's it's like, so mean in that scene. It, it really, really traumatized me. Look, I don't me I don't mean to. I'm yeah, yeah. He was really mean and it was hurtful, and that's kind of just like not in the spirit of the slumber party. I think we're all trying to have right now. Yeah, no, 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 no. no. Okay. Kind of thing that makes me want to pull out a knife gun. We're all trying right. to enjoy our Mrs. Pib here. <laughs> Enjoy Mrs. Pibb, our Dr. Thunder. Um, all right, so let's see. Let's recap the last few. Uh, number six, we had Mario Kart tour for phone. Um, number Flip seven, phone. we had the end credits of Dr. Strange that were so fast, Nick couldn't read them. And couldn't they just make a version where they slow them down? Um, and then number eight was the lady who scarfed down her big bucket of popcorn saying, damn, when the Illuminati was all getting crushed by Scarlet Witch. Yeah. Um, so for my pick for number nine, and I think we should stretch this to top 11 games yeah. too, for the record. Sure, sure. But, uh, I think for number nine, I'm going to say something a little naughty. Ooh. Uh, and I'm going to say Mortal Kombat with the blood code. <gasps> I think it's, uh, okay. I know. I think it's just going to be fun. It's a fun fighting game. Two of us can play it once. And now that daddy's gone, we can see all the blood we want because daddy hates that. Finish him. Yeah. So I'm going to say Mortal Kombat 1 with the blood code. What do you guys think about that? I love it. Uh, Just just the more blood, the better in any game. Yeah. 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 Um, I almost want to vote that we turn the blood on in all of these games that we've listed so far. Okay. So you think like... Yeah, yeah, I wish the lady saying damn had more blood on her. Yeah. I'm gonna add, I'm gonna add it. I'm gonna add with the blood code. I don't know if we want to add it to all of them, but I think we should add that to number eight. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, please. Yeah, is that okay? Is that okay? That seems like a good compromise. Yeah. Um so uh Nick, what do you uh what do you have for number ten for top ten best slumber party games? Uh I was thinking like um What's the name of that game where kids run around and they hit each other? Kids hit each other? Yeah. There was like a thing where kids are running around, they're hitting each other. Uh, Squid Game. Squid Game. That's what I was thinking of. Oh, uh, Squidward, Squidward Game, uh, yes. Squid yeah. Game. The, the Squidward Game, the game where they it's all about kids in Korea. They just go around hitting each other. Yeah, right? they hit each other with sticks and stuff. Yeah. Uh, tell us about it. Um. It's very popular on my universe. Uh, everybody, it's sort of like I think you guys have pinatas here. Have uh-huh. you heard that word, pinata? Yeah. 
Yep. Yeah, it, it's like a pinata, but instead of for uh, the listener, Nick directly looked at me when he asked that question. And, <laughs> yeah, I have seen a pinata. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like that, except instead of um, a toy filled with candy, you have a stick and you hit your friends with it. You, there's no blindfolds, ah, okay. except they they wear blindfolds, but the person with the stick can see it hit them. Hey, everyone, just so you know, Nick privately texted me and said, "Go eat a croissant," and. I thought that was really hurtful, and I didn't really care for that. But Nick, I'm sorry. Go ahead and with whatever you were talking about. I'm kind of distracted now. I like. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, let's address this. You guys don't like jokes about your ethnicity. Oh no, we love it. <laughs> no, oh. no, we love it. We just wanted to let the, the listeners in on it. Let them know. Okay. Uh, and I am. Uh, I'm wearing a sombrero too, and to, to honor. Uh, july because as in my universe sombreros represent the entirety of mexican culture yeah but also earth my earth yeah because he's a huge earth fan i love earth i like Ooh, i want to go so bad i want to go so bad wait where are you broadcasting from uh scrandar scrandar yeah i'm from the uh planet scrandar in the uh horsut galaxy you know what's funny is uh, this TV show I have in my universe called The Office is set in Scrandar, Pennsylvania. <laughs> That's so funny because in Doctor Strange, when Reed Richards was shown, the whole Spoiler. crowd Spoiler. shouted, Spoiler. Jim, Jim from The Office in unison. The whole crowd said that. What did the woman with the popcorn who would say damn say? She said, damn, that's Jim from The Office. (laughs) Wow. I'm Uh, I'm kind of a film buff. So when I saw him, I was like, is that the guy from A Quiet Place 2, the director? Uh, But that's just like maybe me. I'm like maybe a little different. Oh, he's also in that movie, but you know him as the director. <laughs> oh, was he Was he in that? I'm kind of more into like behind the scenes sort of behind the camera. Kind of uh, I couldn't tell who he was. Those credits went too fast. <laughs> well, I shed out a single tear and I whispered to myself, Jack Reacher. <laughs> oh, you mean Jack Ryan. <laughs> yeah, I meant Jack Ryan. I said Jack Reacher. But said Jack Reacher. <laughs> I only then, know that the he lady, <laughs> the lady next to me, corrected me on that. Oh, okay, yeah. And uh, I, what's crazy about you bringing up Jack Ryan is that I actually got a delivery uh, of uh, Jack Ryan uh, fried chicken sandwiches from Amazon, mm. um, delivered Amazing. in the mail. Uh, they were really good. They were really violent and <gasps> very, pa- but they were very patriotic and pro-American, which I liked. I love that. Um, love that. Yeah, it was really good. Um, so July. Yeah, so for the final game for the perfect slumber party. Yeah, for number 11 on the top 10 slumber party games. Number 11 on this top 10, the final game is a little game for the PlayStation 2 called The Guy Game. Mm. Is this, first question, is this a real game? It's a real game in my universe. Okay. And it's it's sort of a, uh, it's a trivia game. And the goal is if you... Get all the oh questions it, right. It is a real game. I'm looking at it on Google, and it do, it is real. It it does exist. Go yes, ahead, if July. you get all the questions right, then you get to see some little bit of naughty pictures or videos. Oh, this wow. looks so hot! Yeah, isn't it the perfect slumber party game? 
to hang out yeah. with your bros and just look at almost love- girls gone wild esque videos. I love it. I love it when I get erections with all my boys. Like we're we're all just sitting oh, around with erections. Best. It's the best. Um, wow, that is actually like that's a really good that's a good addition to the game to the uh, the top ten games list. The yeah. guy game for PS two. Um, can I just say it? Like I think that's the perfect way to end on. But lists in my universe usually go to eleven point five. Oh, okay. Oh, please. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so. It's interesting as Google Docs don't uh, auto allow you to do that as part of their uh, top list. But really? go ahead. We, well, we can do it anyway. Okay. Um, it's always 0.5s on every other number when I use Google Docs in my universe. Okay. So, um, yeah, I was just going to say, I think that uh, <laughs> uh-huh. we should, we should like, um, we should watch more trailers as a society, you know, because this is point five, so it doesn't have to be like a game per se. So you want so people t- to be watching trailers more. So eleven point five is we should watch more trailers as a society. Yeah, in the theater or just in general when in your free time. If if the group's okay with it, if this is a group slumber party setting, I think we all sneak out, pop in the city walk, watch the Doctor Strange 2 trailer, and then go home. Okay, so the trailer for Doctor Strange 2, yeah, which yeah, so you, won't play before Doctor Strange 2, no. so we have to go see a different movie just to because, see the trailer? Yeah. Yeah, honestly, and we, it's probably not playing before any of them, if I had to guess. Yeah, so probably I think not. You, I think you might have to do a sort of Modern Warfare 2 terrorism kind of move and find like one of the projector employees and be like, we want to see the goddamn Doctor Strange 2 trailers. This, this right. is what you're proposing, right? Remember, no popcorn. That's what you have to say first, and then you shoot up the place. Wow. Oh, yeah. well, I'm getting a little bit sleepy. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, there might be time for bed after that. Um, awesome. Uh, well, this is such a good list. Cheers, uh, everyone. <laughs> do we, uh, before we go to bed... Uh, in our sleeping bags that we hello, all have. Hello, what, what's going on here then? It's me, Stephen Grant. <gasps> oh my God, Stephen Grant. Stephen, Tell- Stephen, I need you to let me take over. What? Who? Who is that? Who's it's, who's speaking? It's Mark. It's Mark Spector. Stephen, I need you to let me take over the body so I can go to sleep for the slumber party. Mark, uh, I d- I don't know if I can do it, Mark. Bollocks. Is the third personality here, too? Kistoy. Jake Lockley. Wow. I can't believe it. This is huge. This is such a huge... This is even bigger than the Johnny Depp exclusive we had earlier. Well, Um, these are all the... Everyone that's hanging hanging out with us at the slumber party. We didn't introduce any of them. Yeah, they kept trying to add games to the list, and we said no. No. We said no. Let's just recap real quick. So the top 10 Slumber Party games of all time, we have number one, Mario, and these are in order of the best. Yes. Um, uh, actually, I'm sorry, reverse order of the best. So, uh, no, let's say let's say that this is the actual order. Number one, Mario Party 2. Number two, Modern Warfare 2. 
specific, specifically the terrorist level that Jeremy Schmidt loves so much and kind of blacks out when he plays and just gets so into it and it just like feels natural to him yes. in a way that nothing ever has. Um, number three, uh, it's in Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness when they changed the planet name to line up with the comics. Number four is when they had no Charlie Daniels tweet in Doctor Strange about the Illuminati uh, when he said, be careful about what you joke about. Uh, number five is when the tiny woman sitting next to July at Universal City Walk uh, was scarfing down her big bucket of popcorn like he's never seen before. And like uh, it was like she was eating it like it was her dinner. Uh, number six is Mario Kart Tour for iOS. Uh, number seven is the end credits of Doctor Strange, which were so fast Nick couldn't read them. And couldn't they make a version where they just slow them down? Uh, number eight was the lady who scarfed down the popcorn saying, damn, when the Illuminati was all getting crushed by Scarlet Witch with uh, with the blood code added to it Important. to like, like heighten all the blood. Number nine was Mortal Kombat with the blood code. Number 10 was Squid Game, which is the popular series in Nick's universe, uh, which is a South Korean game where ki- the kids all go around hitting each other with sticks. Uh, that sounds good. Uh, number 11 is the guy game for PS2, where apparently, if I understand correctly, July, mm-hmm. you answer trivia questions, and yes. then if you answer the question correctly, you get a pick of a hot babe. The hottest of the babes, but not as hot as daddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good good luck to the babes. Yeah. Uh, and then number 11.5 on our top 10 slumber party games of all time is that we should watch more trailers as a society. Yeah. Yes. Wow. This guys, this was great. This is such a good list. Um, I I have Amazing. no notes. I have no notes on this no list. Notes. Ten ten. No notes. Eleven point five. Eleven point five. Yeah, I agree. Do you? Um, what else is there? Uh, do y'all have anything you want to plug about your lives or your careers or anything like that you want to talk yeah, check about? Check out Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. And yeah, yeah, that was yeah. actually going to be my plug. Have a good too. time. Yeah, yeah. That, was, that was gonna be mine also. Um, also, yeah. I'm sorry. In my universe and um, uh, July's universe, uh, Nick Costanza is looking for a new job because uh, he doesn't have one. And if anybody has a job they want to hand out, just like go ahead and hit me or him. Uh, uh, Twitter at Nick underscore Costanza. All right, let's let's hope this works. Let's hope this podcast gets Nick a job. Uh, at so at Nick Costanza on Twitter, Nick underscore Costanza, Nick underscore Costanza. Have you ever talked? Have you ever reached out to the person who has the other one? Yeah, I've reached out. I've tried to do. I've tried to reach out to Twitter. I've never been able to get it. It's honestly a, the biggest failure of my life. And this in is every you- universe. And you're, but this is even while you're unemployed. This is the biggest failure, is what you're saying. Yeah, easy. Damn. Okay. All right. Sorry about that mean bit. Uh, July. Uh, oh, uh, sorry. Uh, I was falling asleep. Uh, wow. Drag us. No, it's uh, just a bit, no, it's just a slumber party. <laughs> I'm getting cozy. Oh, okay. You know? Had a lot of had a lot of uh, Mrs. Pib. Mrs. Pib. Some cookie dough. Oh. What um. Where can people find you? Yeah, in my, on my Earth, you can find me at a screening of Doctor Strange <laughs> in the Multiverse of Madness, because I would be seeing this baby a lot of more times. Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, couldn't agree more. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Jacques Ness. 
Um, I tweet once every like four months. It's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I think that's going to do it. Uh, it was a real honor having you guys. Um, Thanks for having us. Yeah, come Thank back you. on Comedy, a video game show anytime you'd like. Would love to have you. And of course. Um, as I say at the end of every episode, keep fighting. Not only what we sow